You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. All right, Brad Gillis, guitarist from Night Ranger, welcome to the Music Mania podcast. How is everything going with you, my man? Oh, I gotta tell you, Clint, couldn't be much better. If I was more happier, I'd be twins. Well, that's the best intro we've ever had here on the show, Brad. Excellent to hear from you. Glad things are going well. And we're talking, you know, we're just a few days uh, out here from the release of the new album, uh, which is Don't Let Up. It's so good. I just want to kind of get your thoughts on on what the reception. I know it's only been out a few days. Uh, It came out on the 24th. What's the reception been like? I got to say, it's uh, I'm a big fan of it. What uh, what what have uh, you been hearing so far? Well, I got to tell you, uh, even before the release, there was, you know, all the interviewers were getting a uh, advanced copy. I got to tell you, Clint, in the last three weeks, I've probably done 50 interviews with uh, radio stations, uh, web stuff, uh, magazines. Uh, uh, it's just amazing what's going on right now. And we found out on Tuesday, we hit number one on the Amazon bestseller Hard Rock list, which, wow, we haven't charted anything like that to the since the 80s, you know, so I don't know what's happening, but uh, I'm digging it. Well, what do you think that says about not only a band like Night Ranger, but um, the genre of music? The uh, You guys have always been such just a straight-up American hard rock band, um, and, and here we are in 2017, and you guys are having this success. What do you think that says about um, about your genre of music, about your era, that it's still able to come out here, Still, people are still buying it, whether it be physically or digitally? However people are getting it, they're, they're sure getting it, aren't they? Yeah, you know, I think it's just good feeling music, you know, that whole decade of decadence in, in the 80s when all the you know bands coming out, the Def Leppard's and Journeys and, and Night Rangers, you know, putting out hit songs and that made people feel good, you know, and there's been a, a lull in, 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 in good classic uh, melodic rock and roll lately and, and I think we uh, I think we got a good one here. We took our time on writing the songs, wanted to be sure, you know, every song was at, at value and and listenable pleasure to it, and, and you know all the reviews we're hearing. It's like, hey man, that, this is the album that you could hear the, the all the way through and not want to skip a song, you know, which I think is kind of cool. So we're we're just kind of you know relishing the love from everybody, and and you know we're got big shows coming up and heading out, and touring all over the country, heading to Japan, and and uh, uh, you know to, just have, having a a blast doing this, you know. I mean, who would have thunk it 35 years later that, you know, Night Rangers is going to be together touring and releasing records? Well, that's that's what it's all about. You guys are, you know, celebrating your 35th anniversary. Not that anyone's counting, but hey, absolutely, things going great. And this is a follow up to uh, the album High Road, which I thought was excellent. That came out in 2014. But just talk about some of the songs on uh, Don't Let Up that uh, that kind of people are raving out. To me, my two favorite songs right now are uh, Truth and Somehow, Some Way. I'm sure you're hearing those a lot. I uh, keep hearing those pop up. Those are just like they have such the classic Night Ranger kind of you know melodic rock sound. But then also running out of time. It's really up tempo. Uh, maybe even dare I say heavy I mean there's some really good songs on this album Brad well uh, yeah it's funny that uh, you mentioned Truth Clint and that's my favorite song on the record I think Jack hit it out of the park on that one just the whole feel and vibe of it 
little different for the band, but it's got this thing. You know when songs have that thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not a normal sounding, you know, rock song, you know, powering through chords, but, it, you know, sometimes they just, you, you, you hit it on the head, you know, and, and, and you know that you've got something good. And to hear it from a reviewer like you, that you're digging, you know, truth and somehow, some way, I mean, those are my favorite songs too. And, and uh, I'm just looking forward to it. Defining time when we get together and, and actually start rehearsing these songs and playing them in the Well, absolutely. And you talk about the tour, it um, really kicks off April uh, 15th, so just coming up here in a couple weeks. I mean, it's got to feel good to go out here and not only play the classic songs that everyone knows from Night Ranger, Don't Tell Me You Love Me, uh, Sister Christian, all these songs that you guys have, uh, but to go out and play, you know, these songs from this new album. And I think that's uh, kind of a lost art. People, um, you know, you know what, say what you want about uh, the 80s bands, whatever. You, 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 got, you can't call Night Ranger a nostalgic act. You guys are out here playing these new songs. That's what's great. Just mixing it up, and I know people are going to want to hear these new songs in the set. Yeah, hopefully we'll get them together by the 15th. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all kind of learning them at home to get together and try to you know do a sound check and pop a couple on the show. We'll see what happens. But you know we've been real busy lately with interviews and 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 still touring. Just spent a week in Florida doing five shows, and and there's, there's never a dull moment, man. I mean. You know, and then I get home here and I do a lot of TV music that I work on during the week. And, you know, being the kind of a weekend warrior type band, you know, we're heading out in the weekend doing our show and, uh, you know, back home working on some more TV music. So I got a full dance card and I love it. And just the excitement of this new record is just a little icing on the cake. Well, I want to talk to you about um, your fellow guitarist, your second guitarist. It's Kerry Kelly. Now, I'm, I was always a big fan of Joel Hoekstra as a part of the band. He's a Music Mania podcast alum. We just talked to him a few months ago. He's out with White Snake currently. But uh, Kerry's a guy that's been around. I mean, I've seen him with Alice Cooper. He's been around. He's done a lot of great things. He seemed like a great fit in this band. What's it like uh, sharing guitar guitar uh, duties with Kerry? Well, you know, you got to realize when you get somebody new in the band, they not only got to play great and, and be able to play the classic solos, but they got to... They got to have a good demeanor. They got to be a fun people, you know, a fun person to hang out with. So, Carrie is that guy. I've never seen him in a bad mood. Always smiling, always laughing and joking. And that's what keeps this band moving. You know, we we joke around. We, we have fun. We, you know, keep everybody's ego in check. And you gotta you gotta have that when you're when you're touring all the time. And you gotta make sure that anybody you hire in the band is gonna mesh and and and, and be part of the fun. And and right now this machine's kicking butt, and we're digging everything going on. Uh, uh, to, to be able to, just to do a new CD it's just amazing to me after 35 years but you know Frontiers Records out of Italy who signed us gave us a nice big budget to do this record and you know that just the kind of guys that Jack and Kelly and I are you know we, we are, we're always creating you know new music and have great ideas to, to slam out with each other to, to pop on record so uh, it turned out real good for us you know we were going to try to finish this earlier last year but with our touring schedule, we just couldn't get together and finish this record, and we wanted it to release it around the holidays last year. But I'm kind of glad it's out now because it's starting to gain momentum, and it could be that you know a summertime fun record that you slam in your car with your windows down when you're heading to the to, to somebody's house for a party or some you know somewhere fun, you know that you know back like they did in the '80s, you know. So, uh, summertime fun kind of, uh, kind of record. I, I agree with that. I've always thought of Night Ranger as one of those bands uh, in the vein of you know a Van Halen, someone that just kind of takes you back. I mean, you can't hear Sister Kristen, you can't hear Don't Tell Me You Love Me, you can't hear You Still Rock in America without just uh, the memories all coming back. And I want to go back to that. Um, you know, you guys formed originally a stereo, but became Ranger um, 1982. 
how did change things for the things change for this band drastically? Because you might have put out one of the best one, two, three punch records, uh, maybe in rock history with Dawn Patrol, Midnight Madness, and Seven Wishes. Just talk about how things changed for the band from 1982 until about 1987, where things uh, got so big in the meantime. Well, I think it's changed. I mean, uh, it, it was pretty exciting those first three records because we were just on top of the world and we were touring nine months out of the year and those other three months we were going in and doing another record. But uh, just the excitement of MTV coming out and, and playing the crap of our videos because they, they didn't have enough content to fill their 24-7 roster uh, programming. So they were all over us. That was exciting. And then, you know, uh, right out of Aussie, you know, touring and opening for all these great bands. Uh, you know, it's so exciting for me. And then, you know, we ended up, you know, going and doing the second record, Midnight Madness. And then, you know, we released, uh, Still Rockin' America. Of course, MTV picked up on that all over, all over that. And then, uh, next thing you know, uh, the record company says, Hey, the sister Christian, it's doing great. They get on the radio. <laughs> it's about time you guys start headlining. So I'll never forget. It was late '83, early '84. When I was uh, pulling into La Crosse, Wisconsin, to that call scene there, and looking up at the marquee, and said, "Tonight, Nine Ranger sold out, like eight thousand people." I'm like, wow, that started our ride. That's unbelievable, and it's just wonderful that to be able to go to go catch you guys. And you guys got a bunch of dates coming up again. They starts uh, April fifteenth in Waterloo, New York, and you guys got a bunch of different shows. You got some festivals. You got, I think, some shows with maybe Steve Miller Band coming up. I mean, it's just kind of all over the map here, isn't it, this summer? Yeah, it's kind of fun because uh, my hometown here in the San Francisco Bay Area is the, the big venue is the Shoreline Amphitheater. Yep. That'll be you know uh, that Steve Miller, Peter Frampton, and Night Rangers. That'll be fun. Uh, then we got, we're playing with Boston in, in Las Vegas here coming up soon. We've got a Pat Benatar show. And we're playing Sturges with Rat. I mean, all the big festivals we do. And, uh, yeah, we, we got it going on this year, like every year. And, uh, you know, we try not to tour too much. And, uh, but we do pick the choice case. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the band. You guys are going to be here in Missouri, and I want to definitely uh, talk about that show. It's in Jefferson City, Missouri, September 23rd. Definitely, that's a Friday night, and we got a Mizzou football game the next day in Columbia. This is going to be a big weekend for me as a sports and 80s rock fan. This is going to be great. So I'm excited for that one uh, coming up in Missouri. I want everyone to go to nightranger.com. You can see how you can get tickets to all these shows. And I want to get into this because you're, uh, Brad, not to toot your horn too much here on the Music Mania podcast, always been one of my favorite guitarists, and I think underrated for, for things you've done a lot people don't realize maybe that you played with Ozzy Osbourne that you did all these things and, and I've always been so curious about the recording of the of the hearing aid sessions uh, that the you were a part of to help raise money for famine relief in Africa uh, so many great players so many great musicians a part of that and of course it's coming up on the seven year anniversary of Ronnie James Dio's death he was very instrumental in that just kind of take us back to the hearing aid and the recording of the song Stars and uh, how that you know still is, is lasting you know 32 years later well, I tell you, you know, I'm still signing albums from stars that people bring on the road and get backstage for the meet and greets, and so that's cool. I'm signing a lot of Speak of the Devil records when I play with Ozzy, the live Black Sabbath stuff, and so, you know, as far as the recording process, you know, back in the 80s, you know, we'd pack up, go down to L.A. and spend our two, three months in the studio banging the stuff out at, you know, a 1000 to 1500 bucks a day, and it was costing a lot of money to do records. This day and age, everybody's got their own home studio, and uh, basically for the last couple of records, we get together with the nucleus of the band, which is Jack, Jack and Kelly and I, and we start slamming down ideas, you know, just kind of coming up with these, these great riffs and, 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 and a lot of uh, chorus ideas, and, and uh, so we could, you know, record those, then we kind of branch off to everybody else's home studio and, 
and finished it off. Uh, I had Jack and Terry over here doing some of my house, stuff at Jack's up in, in Washington State, and, and then I had Terry over here uh, at the end of the record to do harmony solos and individual solos. So it was just a lot of fun, no pressure, not costing us any money, no hurry, and that's the way you need to do it these days, you know. And then you really get the best out of everybody instead of being thrown into the studio. It's like, all right, you got a half hour to do a guitar solo. It's like, what? <laughs> well, well, I want to ask you about your, your, uh, you know, your kind of your technique, your style, and because we talked to so many guitarists here, and all of which came about the instrument so many different ways. You know, um, you know, we had someone like Chris Broderick from formerly of Megadeth on, who talked about how he was very classically trained and he reads music, and then you think about someone like Ace Frehley from Kiss, who can't, who doesn't read music, who he, he just picked up a guitar and it's more, um, you know, style over substance, maybe for someone like that. Yeah, I want, I would like to get your thoughts on that, just kind of how you came about the instrument and what your way of learning. And your, you know, the way you still keep yourself, uh, still keep yourself going here to today. Well, I was lucky enough to receive my first guitar on my eighth birthday, and that's when the Beatles came out. Got me all excited. My dad said, uh, I'll, "I'll buy you this guitar if you, uh, if you take lessons." And I thought, "Okay, you know, cool." So uh, he got me that, you know, this K Vanguard two, and started jamming on that and taking lessons, but. Guy that was teaching me, this old guy was teaching me like Marietta Little Lamb and all the things. I wanted to rock, you know. Twisted Sister video, I want to rock. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so my brother, being seven years older than me and having a bunch hanging out with a bunch of musicians, uh, he had all the latest records, you know. So in 1969, 1970, I was 12, 13 years old. Uh, I was learning, you know, the Led Zeppelin one from the Santana, from that big brother and the holding company and the doors and all this great stuff, the Rolling Stones and, you know, all this great music that came out. And I just, you know, he'd go out at night. I'd just sit there and play his records and jam along to it. And I just learned to play by ear. And my brother's friend who came over who was a guitar player said, Brad, listen to the radio, man. Turn on the radio. You know all the chords. You just, you know, figure out in your ear, find out where the one is, where the main chords of the song, what key it's in, start jamming along with it. You know, figure out different, different rhythm techniques, and, and you'll be able to learn by ear. And that's what I did. So I, I, I quit my lessons and just started, you know, playing the radio and playing my brother's records all the time. I just learned so much from it. And then I had buddies uh, that were older than me, you know, that would teach me stuff and, and lead guitar and, 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 and different, you know, Jimmy Page licks from Let's Up, Let's Up One. And, and then I started to get it, man. I thought, wow, you know, this is a lot of fun. But I remember, I'll never forget playing my fifth grade talent show, playing Gloria. Gialo, all right, all right. Yes. Playing it and singing it. And when I got done with the song, all the girls, man, they started screaming and jumping up and down. They like, took me back. I'm like, whoa, jeez. I thought, well, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I can do this. Uh, I could do this forever. Yeah, yeah, and and then and and you have so it's been perfect. It's been it's worked out well to say the least. Brad, I tell you what, I know you've done a lot of interviews. I know you guys are busy. I just can't thank you enough for joining us. Um, you've been very kind with your time, guys. The album is Don't Let Up. You can get it on NightRanger.com, and lo- there's all the ways you get it: Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. It's all it's all there. And I think if you buy a physical copy, it comes with a DVD too. So hey, here's to here's to physical music. Let's you know get something extra out. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty excited about it, and all the press that's been going on with everybody doing interviews and uh, just the excitement, and and uh, people like you saying you know they love certain songs, and and it's just fun for us, you know, that whole process of waiting three months after you deliver the record, waiting for it to come out, is the toughest three months you could have. It's like you know you put all this effort into creating a product, and you want people to listen to it, but now you know it came out last Friday, and it's 
it's kicking and 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 we're loving it. Well, it, it couldn't happen to a, to a better and more hardworking band, a, a band that's that's been around so long and you know provided so many wonderful memories for so many people. And guys, go relive all that. Go check the band out on the road this summer. NightRanger.com. All the dates. Brad Gillis, thank you so much for joining us here on the Music Mania podcast. Best of luck to you out there, and we'll uh, we we hope to come up and maybe catch up with you and and uh, say hello at the uh, Jefferson City, Missouri show on the twenty third. Man, let's let's make that happen. You got it, Clint, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And uh, and the excitement's just starting to happen, man. So uh, uh, looking forward to uh, you know, playing everywhere we can and hitting Japan and uh, and all the other fun gigs we're doing. So, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. You betcha. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye-bye.